So I guess it's about time to say happy birthday, Tampa, huh? Yeah, 136 years old. So maybe not one of the milestone ones, but for those of you who don't know, July 15th is Tampa's birthday. For those of you that are just joining us, welcome to Tampa Talk. It's July 14th. I'm John. And I'm Dahlia. Thanks for joining us. All right, what are we talking about? So like I said, July 15th is Tampa's official birthday. And so that was in the year 1887. The city of Tampa officially organized under Florida legislator, and that abolished the town of Tampa, which was kind of like downtown Tampa, and the town of North Tampa. Um, and so that became one, and we became Tampa properly, establishing a charter as the city of Tampa. Mm. Um, so that was like a process that started in 1823, when... Wow. Um, there was a established military post on Tampa Bay. And then from 1823 to 1887, we kind of worked to, you know, establish the town of Tampa, establish the town of North Tampa, establish some Tampa villages, and then eventually all join up together into the city of Tampa. Amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. Um, but otherwise, in modern day news, um, the speaking of the city of Tampa, uh, Mayor Castor spoke on the future of Tampa's transportation. And so uh, the article really, we just went back and forth into what kind of press asked her questions and what she responded. And ultimately, transportation remains the focal point of what we need in the city of Tampa. And kind of uh, her response was the fact that they're just, it's woefully underfunded. And so without the passing of the transportation for all tax, um, there doesn't look like there's going to be an immediate solution to the bigger problem, um, but there's been some individual actions like the electric bike vouchers that have gone out, um, resurfacing of some roads, uh, the painting of the intersections, all in an effort to make the city of Tampa safer for our pedestrians um, and connect us. But ultimately, this goal of having a you know municipal planning organization really focus on the bus system and the transit system and alternative forms of transit is dependent on money. And so there, that was the response. That was the, yeah. what Mayor Castor spoke to. Working on it. Um, <laughs> working on it. Yeah. And on that same thread, uh, Whit Remmer, who is the uh, chief sustainability and resilience officer of Tampa, uh, the first one ever, it also spoke to the climate action equity plan that they released last month. And so this plan is, you know, his first document kind of speaking to the different sustainability needs of the Tampa Bay area. Um, in three broad categories, they spoke to mitigation, adaptation, and then engagement, mm -hmm. and cover that in like 10 different categories. And really, this is just intended to be a comprehensive approach that includes all the departments of the city. And so if you're interested, we have a link there in our article. There's also an audio version where he was on 88.5 talking about this plan. And really just kind of spoke to some of the state and federal funding they've gotten to address impacts of climate change in our city. Um, you know, we're a, bay, we're a port city. We suffer hurricanes. Uh, we're, we're really, it's hot. It's the hottest year we've ever had. And so we're definitely a city that needs to care about climate change. And it's great to see that there's someone leading that charge in that role. Yeah, and I would encourage those of you that um, go to this link and click on the actual plan. It's worth thumbing through. Um, Although I'll tell you just in the, in the kind of executive summary, um, I, I didn't know this, but I saw in there that this is not maybe at the heart of the thing, but it said that Tampa was um, recently named the number one tree canopy 
like yeah. a city or whatever in the States. So like, but anyway, that there, that's obviously a good thing because of the heat and sunshine here. So like uh, giving some coolness and shade to the area. And then as you read through, you'll see like, you know, they'll bring up stuff like, well, we have all these above ground power lines, which means we have to cut back tree canopy because of taking care of the power lines. And that just makes for hotter areas. And so anyway, it's an interesting plan to read through um, to kind of see, like, like you said, like where they're focused in on um, mitigation and, and engagement with the community. And so, yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's worth thumbing through for sure. Another Tampa centric, actually, a lot of our stories today really are focusing on Tampa. I guess it was a big weekend in planning and outreach, but the Tampa police hosted their first town hall on Tuesday. And so this, I think, is a really good initiative. But basically, the Tampa police have decided that they're going to host Tuesday town halls. And so they have five more scheduled for the rest of the year. So it looks like it's still one a month. And um, this goal is really just to connect the 400,000 residents we have in the city of Tampa to the some 1,000 officers. And these town halls are opportunities to um, meet with personnel, including the chief, Lee Burkaw, district commanders, officers, and so forth. Um, they are kind of broken up into little different sectors of Tampa. And so you'll see like commanding officers for your area. And, and just, you know, the article really just stated that in order to um, really serve the community, you need to talk to the community. And so this is an effort to have a platform where people can speak to local law enforcement. Amazing. And the police, well, this was actually Hillsborough County deputies. So this was the sheriff's department. Sheriff's department yeah. um, they were in a, this is very Tampa because <laughs> the river is part of the story, but they um, essentially tailed the suspect in a miles, miles long boat chase uh, this week. So a fleeing felon was a, uh, 31-year-old Patrick Scully. Wow, his name just fits the story, too. And he took to the waters <laughs> of the Alafia River. And they, yeah, trailed him for three miles. And essentially, he was going, like, narrower and narrower into the canals. But um, HCSO did spot him and arrested him. And he's now in custody. But, um, yeah, it was quite the, the chase. I don't know. Yeah, there's, really a, there's a case. little video in the in the <laughs> article, and they, it looks like they got him in a very small little canal. Like I was like, dang, like this is like ridiculous. Like like you hear like this boat chase, and you click over to it, and you're like, that's not what I pictured. Now it, I guess, yeah. where they ended up, but it's like a little narrow kind of mangrove type uh, canal. It's crazy. Yeah, well, the Alafia is like an offshoot, so it's like wide at some parts, but it's just gonna get smaller and smaller. Um, and then sticking on a kind of a government route for a little bit here, Hillsborough County schools voted on a 2.6 or will vote on a $2.6 billion facility plan. And so this year's proposal is 36% more expensive than that of last year, but it includes building things like a new middle school and high school in Waimama, which we know is rapidly expanding. Mm -hmm. Um, and ultimately was just stated to have to do with rising costs. You know, Tampa's experienced some of the highest inflation in the nation. And so when you're talking about a 2.6 billions of dollars, um, that inflation hits a lot harder. And so $2.6 billion is the um, annual budget for Hillsborough County Schools uh, next year. And then for the county level, um, the county commissioners will consider a $9.12 billion budget for this coming fiscal year 
which is a $626 million jump. And this one actually stated that there's not so many new bells and whistles associated with this plan, but there is uh, an allocation towards uh, repaving roads, uh, a sheriff's training facility and emergency management center, um, jail renovations, fire stations, uh, African-American cultural center, and uh, a local park called King Forest Park. Um, taking some big chunks of that money. And then there's about almost $7 million, just a little bit over that allocated for individual commissioners projects. So those are kind of like unrestricted funds until they're used. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the this um, fiscal year will begin in October. And yeah, they'll decide if this is the budget that they want to move forward with. Um, something that affects, you know, nonprofits in our space. So there has been a push at the, from the Republican Executive Committee to allocate more money towards war roads and less towards nonprofit organizations. And some of this is kind of the legacy um, nonprofits that have been funded by the, the county. Um, so know that if you're a nonprofit and you've depended on uh, some county funding in the past, there might not be as much generosity there in the coming years. Yeah, it does seem to be making a pretty hard turn there. Yeah. Um, and speaking of money, Historic Tampa Theater hosts its annual um, beer or beer fest fundraiser. This year, it is going to be Jurassic Park themed, and it will be on July 29th um, from 7 to 10 p.m. And tickets go from $55 up to $75, and it includes an evening of craft beers and local brewers, plus food and samples from city's top independent restaurants. So it's very much a local kind of um kind of event with local food and vendors and yeah beerastic park is what very stupid it. name that's very stupid. <laughs> I, like it sounds like a great event but beerastic park is dumb <laughs> yeah they tried they tried um and then finally just a little bit of uh local um history tampa's alessi bakery which is a bakery oh, in tampa that's this. been around since 1912 when um frank alessi immigrated from italy a uh, caught fire and so the building is not completely burnt down fire rescue had the flames under control in 25 minutes yeah. but and nobody was injured um but part of the bakery is burnt and it looks like most um, of the most of the fire was like an outside fridge like uh like a walk-in cooler right and i guess a lot of the mm-hmm. damage is smoke damage and it sounds like a lot of the bakery is okay but it's like the outside of the bakery i from my understanding i haven't been over there to see but this is horrible yeah yeah that's pretty much it you know that um so maybe it's time to support them go buy your bread from monster bakeries so that they can help recover after this fire on their property um and so finally some events going on this weekend we have the downtown tampa summer series still going on for the next uh three more saturdays now and so check out some local music. And again, Wellside will be out there July 29th from 12 to 2. Um, the Tampa's 136th birthday celebration will be happening in Waterworks Park on Saturday from 11 to 3. And there's actually some other events going around in Tampa Bay at different establishments that are celebrating as well. So check those out. And then Greece is finally around the corner from New Tampa Players on Friday, July 21st through Sunday, July 30th at the Tampa, New Tampa Performing Arts Center. That's what's going on, Tampa Bay. That's what's up. Well, hey, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I I, um, would like to ask all of you to help engage with this. Um, Comment, rate, 
the show, uh, share word on the streets and Tampa talk uh, with some friends that might be interested in kind of keeping up with what's going on around town. And if you want to come hang out with us, we're going to be out at Harvest Hope this morning from 1030 to 12, uh, sharing food with the kinship. And then we'll also be at the Ebor Garden from nine to 11. Uh, All right. Well, that's what we're talking about, everyone. And thanks for joining us. Until next time. Y'all be good.